This podcast is a member of the Place to Be Nation family. Visit us at placetobenation.com, the only place to be in your pop culture world. Monkeys, welcome to the NWA Saturday special on the Place to Be Wrestling Network. And wow, let me tell you, we got a lot to talk about today. I don't know if it's going to be good or bad. We'll see. But in order to break this stuff down, I can't do it alone because I get a little lonely and I don't like to talk to myself. So I like to bring in uh, my uh, partner in crime here. I know you. that's what you and... JR call each other, but we're partners in crime on this show. Uh, let's bring him in, the Podfather, Scott Criscolo. How are you? I am well, Doctor G. But you're a little see, you're a, you're a you're a nicer guy. Like you're you're not really a partner in crime. Because like I don't know, I can't. You're just so nice. JR and I usually aren't nice. You're always nice. You're always ready. To be nice. Am I drunk? Anyway, uh, welcome to the special. You may uh, want to talk about this episode, right? Yeah. Uh, uh, sorry for the one-day delay. Uh, we had some uh, technical snafus. But we appreciate you joining us. And uh, always check out our Twitter, at PTBN Wrestling, for any uh, updates or issues involving programming or anything. All the great stuff. I'm actually going to post a poll. I think our next poll is going to be... Uh, Probably Monday, because coming up uh, tonight, if you're listening to this Sunday morning, tonight is that New Japan AEW Forbidden Door pay-per-view, which kind of sounds like it's a shit show. (laughs) I feel like this is not the card that neither company wanted. There's a lot of people that are either injured or sick. Tanahashi's not on the show now because he's sick and they won't let him fly over to Chicago or whatever the fuck this show is. Chicago, I think. Um so this is definitely not the crossover show that uh, that I think either AEW or New Japan actually wanted. This could have been a better show, but in any event, uh, I might we, we might post a poll tomorrow on the uh, PTBN Wrestling Network uh, Twitter at PTBN Wrestling to ask all of you that are watching it. I will not be watching it. Um, you know, if uh, if uh, if it was a better or worse show than you anticipated, so that might be a, a poll question that we'll drop later this week. Uh, or at least tomorrow, I should say. Uh, we have a busy week this week uh, here on the network. Tuesday will be a new episode of With This Ring with uh, Ryan and Cindy. Also this week, a new episode of Highway to the Impact Zone, new episode of NWA Crock and Roll. And then, of course, you and I will be back next week with the uh, 4th of July weekend episode of the Saturday special. Um, if we decide to take the week off, Maybe we'll uh, maybe I'll bring back one of our vintage episodes of uh, the Great American Bash or something. We'll see. Doctor G and I might take next week off. Depends how good power is uh, this coming Tuesday because 
I'll be honest. Uh, I really have not been thrilled with these two shows out of Always Ready. And I'll explain why, my opinion anyway. I'm curious what the doctor thinks. So why don't we hop in? Um, we'll also, uh, since this is Sunday, we will, uh, we'll also uh, talk about yesterday's episode of NWA USA that dropped on the um, on YouTube. So, all right. So this was the second half. This power was the second half of that uh, knocks out show they did uh, the Sunday after the always ready pay-per-view. Um, the first half they did last week and the show was, eh, and to be honest, this second half was, eh, <laughs> you know, um, well then we'll, we'll, we'll talk about it. Of course, always a pleasure to thank my good friend, Josh Lopez for helping me with the notes. You can follow him on Twitter at Josh Lopez media. So, uh, on the commentary team is the usuals, Joe Galley, Velvet Sky and Tim Storm, uh, the first segment was actually really good, though, uh, because out came, in my opinion, the hardest working champion in this company. And she has been the, for over a year. And that is our world women's champion, Camille, who, of course, successfully defended her title again at the pay-per-view against Kylan King. And she comes out and she's still kind of tweener. You know, she's a married boys, uh, you know, but she's kind of like still 50 50 ish. And then speaking of Kylan King, she comes out. Um, and I didn't really know much about her, Dr. G, but we both, as we all know, we all watched, uh, uh, the pay-per-view and she put on an amazing performance in that women's world title match against Camille in a losing effort, but she gave Camille, uh, everything she could handle. Mm-hmm. Um, but she comes out and they cut a nice little promo going back and forth and, you know, Camille's like, they're both, you know, they both trained under Bully Ray and we have the same mentality. And it's the first time that I think I've been in there with someone that has the same headspace, same mind. And for that, I, and I got to tell you, Camille's promo skills have gotten a lot better since yeah. she's been champion. Um, Kylan King said, I appreciate that because I have the same amount of respect for you. That was a great match. I think you came into this match underestimating me and I proved my point. Uh, blah, 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 blah. It was this close and blah, blah, blah. Hey, baby. So you're saying you ain't going to stop, right? Well, I wouldn't have it any other way. So it was a good little promo. So Camille, it's interesting. Camille still kind of acts like a heel, but um, she gave uh, she gave Kylan King her props, and Kylan King gave Camille her props. And and uh, I got to be honest with you, Doctor. I don't know if they're doing this on purpose or if it's just her working her ass off. But, I mean, when you talk about, like, just the overall package – Right now in the NWA, Camille is like number one, better, higher than any of the guys. I think better than Nick Aldis, higher than Murdoch, higher than any of the champions. I mean, she has really carried this promotion more than I ever thought she would. Yeah, I mean, I like that they made her kind of be like almost unbeatable. I mean, yes, you know, you, you, like this last match, she you know, got all she could handle, but she still found a way to win. And I like having the long title reign. And I think that she, um, she just needed, I think she just needed more. I mean, what do they say? Practice makes, you know, the old saying practice makes perfect. You know, I'm not saying she's perfect, but definitely by getting that TV time is definitely helped her and developing her character. And again, I, I think, just like you're taking notice, calling her the hardest working champion. I think that 
the fans of the NWA are picking up on that. And I think that's why she's getting the cheers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. I think her matches over the last, like, five pay-per-views, pretty much since she beat um, Serena Deeb last year at, uh, at When Our Shadows Fall, she has uh, pretty much been the hardest working champion. She wrestled twice at the Empower NWA 73 weekend. She defended the title at Hot Times 2. She defended the title at the Crockett Cup. And she defended the title two weeks ago. And on top of that, she's on power almost every week. Um, but not every week. And she's wrestled good matches on some of the other you know, shows. Uh, when they, whenever they do those Viking Hall shows, uh, uh, she, uh, she does pretty good. Um, yeah, she's amazing. So this is a great promo. A great promo. Good start to the show. We'll see what happens the rest of the way, though. Next up, we get a match, our first match. Nick Aldis, who seems to be doing this a lot. He kind of does the, uh, the whole, like, uh, you know, let's bring Nick Aldis out for an exhibition. And he took on somebody named Brett Buffshay. <laughs> I'm Brett Buffshay, and I'm the stuff. Uh, you know, decent little match. Um, they go back and forth. Uh, um, after the match... Uh, Kyle Davis, you know, he wins to the Kingsland Cloverleaf, but it's a decent back and forth match. Uh, Kyle Davis conducted a post-match interview with Aldis and Aldis says that sometimes in this business, you become a victim of your own success. He's tired of dealing with all of Billy Corgan's new stooges and nobody is going to take his spot. And with regards to the 10 pounds of gold, Aldis has no issues with Trevor Murdoch, but if Murdoch ever wants to upgrade from paper champion to real world's champion, he knows where to find him. Well, Mm. we're getting a little... Are we getting a little bit of the old Nick Aldis, the one that Sean Kidd uh, loves to cuddle with at night? What do you think? I love it. I love when he talks like that. That that that's the Nick Aldis we know. This this baby face shit ain't working for him. I concur, but uh, I, I feel like we're getting a lot of tweeners. Like Camille and Nick Aldis are almost the same. Like I know you like me, but I'm still me, you know. And mm-hmm. uh, we got a long summer. It's it's a lot of weeks between now and the last weekend of August in St. Louis for uh, for NWA 74. So a lot can happen. Anyway, decent little match with Nick Aldis and, uh, and a pretty good little promo. Uh, May Valentine uh, talks to Homicide, our junior heavyweight champion. Homicide says that while he's boys, he, he's boys with Luke Hawks, Luke needs to stop acting like a big baby. Oh, okay. Um, before we continue, Dr. G, where can you find... The best of quality replica championship belts. You know where you can go? Where can I go? You know, on your phone or on your laptop, you type Mm -hmm. it on the World Wide Web. Mm -hmm. Bandu belts backslash NWA. That's right. All your belts, not just NWA, all of your belts. Fandubelts.com backslash NWA. NWA. And if you sign up, uh, you know, for their mailing list, you will get wonderful uh, updates on deals and such via electronic mail. So see the World Wide Web and electronic mail. Correct. We got the great terminology coming out here. Yep. Yep. That's right. Don't you want to get electronic mails? You know, (laughs) Uh, Jax Dane uh, is with uh, Kyle Davis. Where's the dial up (laughs) noise? Where's the what? The dial up noise. The dial. Um, 
Jax Dane runs down the roster. Eric Jackson comes down to the ring and challenges Dane to a national championship match for NWA USA. Jackson ducks a clothesline from Dane. Uh, Jackson with clubbing hamstring kicks. Uh, Jackson then with some forearm shivers. Dane answers with a body block. Dane levels Jackson with a lariat. So uh, we'll see if that match actually happens because we're going to we're going to go through uh, uh, yesterday's. If you're listening to this on Sunday, yesterday's episode of NWA USA. Um, uh, PJ Hawks tells May Valentine that he has no ill will towards homicide. However, whatever happened at Always Ready was a big misunderstanding. So the son is trying to be diplomatic involving the father and the junior heavyweight champion homicide. You, Dr. G, thinks this, think this is all a ruse, a flim flam. And he's the one that's the heel. Is that what you're still thinking? Yeah, I, 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 I do feel that, that there's going to be a father son uh, rivalry. Mm. I don't know when yeah. it's going to happen. I, that's my opinion. Okay. We shall see. My, my guess. And then the final match uh, of the show was a tag match between the ill begotten, so Alex Taylor and uh, Jeremiah Plunkett, who's put on a little weight, a little plump. He's got, he's got that like onesie thing going. He kind of looks like 2006 uh, Big Show. Oof. Like you uh, and I taking. Summer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, right. Uh, taking on Tyrus, our uh, Tyrus, our world's television champion, and Scion. What? Of course, Scion managed by his, quote, dad, Austin Idol, like anybody gives a shit. Um, you know, decent little tag. Scion uh, uh, with a running boot. Then he connects with a rolling Death Valley driver, and he gets the pin for the win. After the match, Austin Idol comes down to the ring to celebrate with Scion as the show goes off the air. So that's it. I mean, this week's this week's power was literally barely 41 minutes. Barely 41 minutes. What the hell are we paying for here? Uh, I got to be honest. I, di- I didn't have a problem. Here, here's my take on these, the, these last two weeks of, of power. I didn't have a problem with the show, but to me... This didn't feel like a TV show. This felt like a glorified house show. I feel it was just like an extra show that perhaps the the ticket buyers of the pay-per-view would got extra, even though you did have this was an extra ticket. But I feel like this was a bonus show for the Knoxville crowd. Like this was not power quality. This was like no, power quality, and I felt like it didn't really yeah, you have little teasings of the storylines, but it didn't really advance anything. No, it seemed very generic. And, Billy, enough with the fucking generic shows. Stop booking generic shows. We're not in the goddamn pandemic anymore. Enough with the generic shows. You had a huge pay-per-view. You had Cardona drop the belt and bail. You had a four-way. You had you had Trevor Murdoch win the belt. The only guy that, that said anything, we did have the two promos. But still, it still felt like, an, like an MSG house show from the mid, uh, you know, from the um, from the late 80s. That's what it felt like. And I just feel like I'm, I am looking forward to because starting this coming Tuesday, uh, they'll be doing the actual power tapings that they did the Monday and Tuesday following the pay-per-view. But I mean, I, I'm getting enough with the generic shows, Billy. Stop with the generic shows. And both of those halves of that knocks out show felt generic honestly 
Um, I, agree. I think I think since we have a lot of time between we have a lot of time between uh, now and NWA 74 weekend, I think we should they should do some kind of number one contenders tournament or something because I'm very, very leery about how these next eight weeks or close to eight weeks are between now and the last weekend in August uh, with uh, that weekend. I'm a little leery. I don't know why Billy books this kind of sing-songy storytelling sometimes. There was a great stretch of powers, Doctor, leading up to this pay-per-view. And once again, he always does it. The shows out of the pay-per-view are bland. The show's out of... See, the show's out of Hot Tabs 2 and the shows out of the Crockett Cup were pretty good. I am very, very nervous about the rest of the summer and particularly out of the the anniversary shows, NWA 74. Because remember, a year ago, they recorded to death in St. Louis. And by like the fifth week of shows, it felt like five weeks of shows. So I am very, very nervous about creative over the next, over the summer leading up to that last week in August. Let's look. Let's let's see how the the power tapings go. You know, starting next week, we'll we'll get it. We'll get a good feel because I feel like the the storytelling out of the pandemic has been inconsistent, and I think it's because you don't have a wrestling TV guy. You don't have a wrestling TV guy in that company right now. You don't. So you need somebody that's got some weekly TV writing experience doing these shows instead of all this sing-songy flim-flam stuff. I'm not as fired up as you because I want to see – this was that, um, you know, the the half of those – what are those that knocks out or whatever? Knocks out. Yeah. I'm just a little – I'm a little scared. I'm a little scared. Let's see how the power goes. Come on. Let's just give it a – let's see how that goes. If if we have a bad power this week, then yes, then I'd say you have to start being worried. But I think with this knocks out thing, like you said, I think it was just a little bonus thing. More, more house showy, but that, you know, like you just kind of put a little TV spin on it. I wouldn't even have bothered giving it to us, to be honest. I would have just started with the Monday shows and just let the, the local Knoxville crowd have that show. Cause th- these two weeks were just shit. So, all right. Let's see if uh, they also taped NWA USA's as well. So let's see how that goes. Uh, this was the show from yesterday. I know we didn't do, we didn't do the show from last week, but um, that's okay. Um, I was going to do it, but because of our let's see here were the NWA results. Let's just do it real quick. Here was last week's NWA USA results. Um, Samuel Shaw made his NWA USA debut. He beat Mercurio. Uh May Valentine had an interview with Camille and Tom Latimer, blah, 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 his loyalty to the brand. He should be the champion. Um, and Camille demands that Billy give Latimer a title shot. I agree. Pretty Empowered, Ella Envy and Kenzie Page expressed their gratitude on becoming the brand new World Tag Team Champions. The second match was Homicide and the Mortons versus Colby Carino and the Fixers in a six-man tag. Uh, and Homicide and the Mortons won. So that was last week's, that was last week's show, the 18th. Here was uh, yesterday's episode of NWA USA that dropped on that dropped on uh, 
the YouTube channel. And if you haven't caught it yet, I think later today it'll drop on uh, Fight TV. So uh, t- same uh, team as usual, Joe Galley, Velvet Sky, and Tim Storm. Uh, first match, Luke Hawks took on th- <laughs> this fucking guy. Thrill Billy Silas. That was his name. Thrill Billy Silas. And he came out with someone named Pollo Del Mar. Chicken hey. Del Mar. Really? Chicken Del Mar? That's what that's what the name? Chicken Del Mar. Okay. Chicken Del Mar. Okay. Um Okay. Luke Hawks won. Uh with uh, a spin kick to pick up the win. Thrillbilly Silas is about as exciting as uh, Gags the Gimp. Um, There's a difference, though. I don't think Matt Rotella's second favorite wrestler would be Thrillbilly Silas. But his favorite wrestler would definitely be Gags the Gimp. Oh, that's that's him all the way. Completely. If if he ate grape leaves, he'd be his favorite wrestler of all time. Uh, Mae Valentine uh, had a backstage chat with Chris Silvio. That's uh, the sleazebag that's pretending to be... Uh, the lawyer for Jax Dane, Silvio threatens to bring Billy Corgan to court due to Eric Jackson attacking his client on a power that I just mentioned a few minutes ago. Uh, I don't know if we mentioned this earlier. Uh, where do you get your uh, NWA replica belts? Just in case you didn't remember earlier. Now. Now. Though, like I said, on the World Wide Web. The World Wide Web. Plug in on Prodigy. And new belts. Mm-hmm. Dot com. Dot com. Little backslash. NWA. Yep. And you could get all your, you can get your, the NWA world title. You can either get the original with the Australia plate or the new one with the UK plate. Uh, or uh, you can get anything else. So, um, and you could sign up for their, uh, for their blasts via electronic mail and, uh, check out all the deals they'll have. Austin Idol comes on camera and still says he is in conjunction with the church's money enterprises. That's black Jesus, like side company, I guess, or whatever the fuck it is. Uh, the second match is the match that was officially mentioned on, uh, uh, power, and that is Jax Dane defending the National Heavyweight Championship, which was mentioned to be a belt that would be competed a lot on this show, against Eric Jackson. Uh, eh, it's okay. Uh, Dane wins with the running lariat to pick up the win, and that's the end of the show. So nothing crazy. Nothing crazy there. We did get a national title shot that we all knew that Jax Dane was not going to lose. So. So that's it. That was uh, yesterday's episode of NWA USA, which wasn't bad. I would recommend watching it. The two matches are pretty good. Um, maybe Dr. G, I'm being a little a little jumpy. I might be being a little jumpy. But I, I'm just a little concerned that we're going to have a summer of blase, blase junk um, before we get to NWA 74. Um just my, uh, just my thing. Am I being pushy? Should I just wait? I think you need to wait. I, you know me. I'm okay. usually, you know, I'm, I'm the one. I think you just need to like, let's see what what goes on. If it's really a bad power, 
this week, then I'd say then go off, have have a good time with it. But if it if it okay starts advancing storylines and we start seeing things, you know, getting ready to set up for the next pay per view, then then we know we're going to be okay. They've proven they could do it. I thought the the lead up to the last pay per view for Always Ready was great. Hmm. Uh, we do have a little news bit from the NWA. Uh, on June 13th, so what, 13 days ago, uh, Nick Aldis and Mickey James under Aldis Enterprises LLC applied for three trademarks. One for the trademark Strictly Business and two trademarks for the term Empower. Interesting. Hmm. Does that mean we're going to get some strictly business track jackets? Oh, God. I hope so. I want mine to say Podfather in gold. You know how they had their names on it? I want mine to say Podfather in gold. That's what I want. I want yours to say the doctor, not just doctor, the doctor. And I want it to be like blue. Then we could have. The treasure, the treasure. For, for Sean Kidd, and his could be whatever color he wants. And then Callum's could be Kettle Man, and it could have a little tea kettle underneath. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> the Kettle um, The Kettle Man. You still, want, you, you still want a strictly business track jacket, don't you? I you really don't. How about a uh, NWA Saturday special track jacket? That would be, uh, I'd, I'd go for that. Yeah, see if I'll it's have to talk to. Uh, might, I might have to talk to T Public or Teespring, T Public, and uh, see if I can get some track jackets. That'd be very interesting. Where can people get their NWA Saturday special stuff? Oh, we'll go to uh, teespublic.com and type PTBW in the search, and you could check out all of uh, all the great stuff. You can get uh, merchandise varying. You can get hoodies, long sleeve tees, short sleeve tees. All sorts of fun stuff with all of your favorite show logos from the Place Be Podcast to the NWA Saturday Special, NWA Crock and Roll, Highway to the Impact Zone, uh, Talking WCW, um, uh, PTB NXT, with this ring, all the great shows. So you can get a pillow, and you can get a pillow. Put your logo on it. Yep. But I'm going to work on track jackets. NWA Saturday Special track jackets. If we can't get strictly business tracks. And maybe I can try and get our name stitched on it. The Podfather in gold. That'd be pretty good. Uh, anyway. Um, that'll about do it. I, that's pretty much all I have for news and notes. Um, I do want to do another plug. Uh, for our compadres on the other side of the quad. The PTB Pop Experience. My good friend, Mr. Andy Atherton. Or as he says his name, Andy Erden. And uh, he uh, has been doing some great shows. Uh, later this week, I believe, they are gonna do, they're doing a special pod wrapping up uh, the Obi-Wan Kenobi show. That was, uh, that of course, the final episode dropped this past Wednesday on Disney+. Plus. Uh, you can hear uh, your pod father's voice on there because I recorded. I can't, uh, uh, the night record, I will not be available on the show, but... Um, I wanted to give my because I'm a Star Wars. I wanted to, to get a little 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 excitement. 
um, a show that I have to recommend to you. This is the Podfather's plug of the week. If you have Paramount Plus, you must watch The Offer. And that includes you, Dr. G. I know I'm going to watch it with you. Uh, The Offer, of course, is the 10-part series. uh, I guess you can call it a docudrama on the making of The Godfather. Miles Teller's in it. uh, Matthew Good. um, Bern Gorman. Colin Hanks. Giovanni Ribisi. It's a fantastic show. And it's about... It's a it's a a, a a series about how they made The Godfather. From you know, it's 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 pretty fantastic. So I highly recommend it. Ten part series, um, on Paramount Plus. So nice. I need a, need to plug that. Uh, also, go to PTB Pop Experience because every day we do the video jukebox song of the day. Every day, uh, someone one of our fine talents. Uh, does a, a live watch of a music video. So it's a very short pod blast. It's like maybe six minutes, but it's fun. And we, we're doing different music videos every day. And when we get into August, it'll be very much fun because most of the uh, ones I'm going to be doing, you'll be hearing my voice there soon. Uh, most of them are going to be uh, anniversaries because it's the, what, 2022, uh, the 41st anniversary. You ready for this, Dr. G? On August 1st, ready for this? On August 1st, mm-hmm. MTV will be, will be 41 years old. Is that, that fucking ridiculous? That's crazy. August 1st, 1981. Ladies and gentlemen, rock and roll. I remember when Crazy, first... right? Do you remember the first video you ever remember seeing on MTV? I do. Um... Radio kills the, <laughs> the video. No. Radio star. Uh, you'd, you'd have been you'd have been very you'd have been very lucky because I didn't have uh I didn't have uh MTV out of the gate. My no, cable I, company didn't have did, it. I, I didn't, that's, that's why I know that I did the first oh, video. Yes, it is the first video. Yes, it is. Yeah. Uh, and I'm going to be doing that. So that's cool. uh, the first because I don't I don't think we got I don't think we got it until about a year later. So it probably like. Like late spring, early summer of '82, I think was the first time we got it. Because the first video I ever saw was "Did It in a Minute" by Hall and Oates. Do you remember that song? Mm-hmm. You did it, you did it, you did it, you did it, you did yeah. it in a minute. Uh, yeah, that's the first. That's the first video I ever saw on MTV. I remember um, Phil Collins being very big on there. Oh yeah, I think I missed again. Uh huh. Oh, uh, I remember one of my favorite videos was down a uh, man on the corner by when he was in Genesis from mm-hmm. Abacab. That was a good video. But I remember I was home alone and I shut all the lights out in my whole house. My entire I was home by myself. The entire house was dark. I shut all the lights out because I wanted to watch the premiere of. Thriller. Thriller. I watched it by myself in 19. 19- 83, I guess it would be. Yeah. Halloween 83, something like that. Uh, John Landis directed it. And uh, I turned all the lights out of my house. And I, and I was I was actually, it was pretty good. I was pretty, that ending where he turns his head and he's got the cat eyes. I freaked out when I saw that. It was pretty awesome. Anyway, PTB Pop Experience. We do the video jukebox song of the day. And uh, check it out every day. 
and particularly check it out in August because we're going to be doing a lot of uh, classic videos from way back. Um, August 1st, of course, will be uh, the Buggles video killed the radio star. We have to do videos like, you know, a flock of seagulls I ran. I walked along the avenue. I never thought I'd meet a girl like you. Remember that video, right? The guy yep. with the red, the red shirt, the puffy hair, wow. and the fucking mirrors and shit. Yep. Going on in later years, obviously, November rain. I, I oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes. Uh, I did. I actually, one of my, uh, one of the first uh, daily drops I'm going to do is a Guns N' Roses video. It's not that one, though. Um. So, yeah. So check that out over on the PTV pods. Of course, check out all the great uh, pods. Of course, the uh, the no-so and the uh, the Jenny position, which you can catch on the no-so. Uh, every Wednesday, I think she drop, uh, Jenny drops a show. Um, that'll about do it for this week. Nice, quick, uh, quick, brisk episode. Thank you for listening, as always. Uh, again, you can follow me on Twitter at Scott C. Podfather. You can follow uh, the doctor on Twitter at Dr. G. PTB. But again, please follow the brand on Twitter at PTBN Wrestling. Uh, we don't talk politics. We don't talk anything that's going to yell at each other. Let's just let's just kumbaya some wrestling. That's what we need to do. And let's have some fun. So there'll be a poll up probably Monday. So tomorrow, if you're listening to this Sunday, if you're listening to this Monday, it might already be up. I'm going to put a poll up for those that are watching tonight's uh, AEW New Japan Forbidden Door show. Was it is was it worth the money? I think it's like thirty five bucks or something on our forty. I don't know. Um, was it worth it? Of course, next uh, weekend is, of course, uh, Money in the Bank from Las Vegas and not from Allegiant Stadium. Um, I'll be curious to see who wins Money in the Bank. I'm a little, I'm a little curious about that. I don't think the whole uh, the whole uh, um, group is set yet for the women and the men. Of course, Rhea Ripley was supposed to be in it, but she's hurt. Of course, uh, I'm assuming that Cody Devontae Rhodes was supposed to be in the men's one, but I don't. He's obviously not in it because he's he's hurt. So anyway, he can't win that poor guy. Yeah, but think about it. He got what he wanted. But think about it though. Perfect. He had his huge mania moment, huge raw moment. Gets hurt, and then he's going to come back in January at like number twenty eight at the Royal Rumble, and everything's going to go batshit, and he's going to be the one to finally be the chief the head of the table, Roman Reigns. We'll see. Anyway, have a fantastic week, everybody. And we will talk to you next week with either a new or classic, probably new, episode of the special on that 4th of July weekend coming up. So have a good week. I'm Scott. He's the doctor. You're not. Yeah.